Happy Halloween. <laughs> yep, it's Halloween here. This is our second time doing this because Allie said I sounded too bored. We sounded kind of like boring. We are kind of boring. We are. We are boring, but I feel like we can be fun too. So when she says this is authentic, it's really not. She took a second cut already. Okay, stop it. I don't, I usually do not cut anything. This is an unscripted now. Oh my goodness. Anyways, yes, it's Halloween here. It's kind of gross in Chattanooga, it's but gross. it's just overcast. It's overcast. Yeah. With nice so. fall colors on the hills. Hopefully it's not too cold tonight to trick or treat with the little kids. 60, 68 degrees right now. 60s. Okay. I have, my skin has changed since we moved here. I used to think 60 was like summer and now it's basically winter. Yeah, yeah. But we will be going trick-or-treating with the kids. Probably coming back early for Lucy. I will probably come back. Yeah. So I don't even know what they're being for Halloween. I just let them pick out whatever they wanted. One's being an anime character. One's being like a Fortnite guy. One's Batman. One is like a Grim Rapery thing. Who's a Grim? Is that the blood mask? That's Jude. Yeah, he got like the the scream mask and it like bleeds. It's actually pretty clever. It is. And it's what's, cool. What's Luke? I don't even remember. I don't either. But Lucy, Lucy's a Care Bear. He'll it's show good. up something. We're He'll good. show up somehow. And somehow. Jordan and I are ourselves. Yay! Adults don't get dressed up. <sighs> yes, they do. I want to be fun adults someday. I have a Halloween costume for next year. It's going to be good. We'll see. Me and Lucy. It's a good one. Everyone remember this. I would bet it doesn't happen. Okay, you know what? Not for me I'm, saying I'm gonna that. She'll double probably, down. She'll I'm... double down, but don't worry. That's only like still twenty percent effort. No, so um... she went from ten percent to twenty percent effort. So it's still possible, but still dude, like... we had stellar costumes until like five years ago when the boys had an opinion on what they wanted to wear. We did like Mario and Luigi. We did Up, the movie Up. Yep. What else did we do? Up was probably our peak. Uh, we did Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles was solid. Um, did we do Power Rangers? Maybe. We had some good, strong years. And then it just all, you know, went to our kids doing what they wanted, which is totally fine, too. Yeah. So that's the beauty of parenthood. You get what you want for a little bit, and then they get what they want. And it all works out great. All right. That's Let's about it. Oh, it. I want to ask, what's your favorite Halloween candy, Jordan? I don't have a favorite Halloween candy. What? I mean, people might have favorite. I mean, candy's good. Candy's good no matter how it is. I mean, Hands down, Butterfinger. Like candy bar, Snickers is probably my favorite candy bar. But Sugar Daddies are pretty awesome. Wait. Sugar Daddies? What are the little chocolatey caramely ones? Uh, uh, like blah, blah, blah. What are those called? Are, Why? Sugar, are Sugar Daddies the big tall no, things that are what on a stick? Milk Duds. Milk. No. Yes, they are, are they? Milk okay. Duds. The little chocolate. Are they caramely though? Yeah, they're like the break your teeth caramel. Yeah. Milk like Duds I mean, I just Milk like caramel. Duds. I like caramel and I like chocolate. So why I like the Twix. Snickers and Twix. Twix. I like Twix. Uh, Butterfinger, though, they changed the formula or recipe of the Butterfinger to make it a tad bit healthier so it doesn't stick to your teeth the way, the way that it used to, and that annoys me. So, it's funny because I'm really anal about ingredients, but I want my chemically Butterfinger back. Yeah, I'm all for, uh, if you're gonna, when you're gonna break the rules and eat unhealthy, do it right. Do it right with those chemicals. Well, I think for real, though, people often will, they'll they'll go halfway and then they end just binging on something that's like halfway bad. And it's like, you should have just ate the one thing you wanted bad and been done with it. But. That's what Jordan tells me all the time. When I make sweets, I've stopped. Like I used to be like, okay, I'm going to make frosting with coconut oil and it's going to be better. And it's not, it doesn't sometimes, sometimes I can get away with healthier options of recipes, but sometimes it's just, just eat it. 
Yeah. And I just agree. call it a day. Like you're not going to eat it every single day and it's not going to kill if you. If you can make it equally good with healthy recipe, with healthy ingredients, do it. But if you're going to be giving up deliciousness for supposed health, like just own it and eat your dessert that you want. Yeah. So. Yep. All right. All right. On to the Let's topic. pick this topic. Did my phone turn off? No. no. You're okay. Here we go. Topic of the week is going to be, this is travel tips, best places for family. This is an easy one, I yeah, think. Easy. <laughs> All right. Um, travel tips, best places for family. We've been traveling actually. So we'll go back. Um, when we had only Vincent, I was terrified to go anywhere. I thought it was impossible to travel with babies. I thought they would never sleep. I thought it would just be too much of a headache. So we didn't travel anywhere until after we had Luke. Um, and then we kind of started to hit a rhythm of, okay, we want to see the world. We don't want to stay at home all the time. Because mm-hmm. we were home We were home a lot. Yeah. And I think it's just because we were intimidated by it. So if you're intimidated by travel, our best tip is to just go do something. Yeah. And that for those first travels might be visiting family. That's what ours were. We were kind of, you know, getting our feet wet, but visiting family and staying with family members is different than, you know, taking your own vacation in a hotel with just your little family. And so I think that we had to just get our feet wet a little bit. Um, but that didn't happen until after we had two kids. And so it's not, it's not going to be a vacation. In the sense that, and I think this is a, a common mistake we make as parents that we're, we're going on vacation and it's going to be like it was before we had kids. It's not. It's parenting in a different location. That's the way I like to think about it. But a cooler location where you can see stuff and do fun things. Yeah, I agree with that. Do you agree general. with that? I agree with that in general, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so travel tips. Oh, there's so many places to go. I guess lodging. Start with lodging. Okay. So when we first started traveling, Airbnb really wasn't popular Mm -hmm. yet. But now Airbnb is like our go-to, especially with as many bodies as we have. Uh, One travel tip, don't write how many people you actually have in your family when you book. Yep. Like if this is a hotel or Airbnb or anything, just seriously, if you have like for us, we travel with a lot of kids, obviously. But like, so we put in two adults, two kids. And, like, our kids will sleep on couches, they'll sleep on the floor. They don't even care. Yeah, and they're happy to do that. Just to be clear, like, it's not like, oh, this stinks. They're like... We had beds in our old house, five beds, and they were never used. Our kids slept on the floor by preference. They're so weird. So, like, they just don't care. Um, so, anyways, uh, like, when it comes to booking Airbnb and stuff like that, uh, yeah, just book, like, be obviously within reason. You don't want to, like... One person, yeah. Yeah, like, one person and have seven because there are, like, they will change. Sometimes, sometimes the rates change. Sometimes they don't. Different states have different laws, but, like... If we're going to a hotel or we're going anywhere, we usually book two adults, two kids, and then that gets us enough space or at least gets us in the right place to get enough space. Yeah, we don't, I, I'm very anal about us not being too cramped just because we have Lucy and I just, I do want to have enough space. But that being said, when they say a house is for six people, that still fits our family. Yeah. Like it, so a lot of times they over... Well, they're thinking adults. It was our, I mean, our last time traveling to Louisville, the house was a two-bedroom house. Yeah. And was, yeah, we had a two-bedroom house, and we had we actually had a bonus kid traveling with us. So we had nine of us in a two-bedroom house. And it was more than enough it space. It was totally fine. Like, we actually, we could have put kids if we had more stuff. Like, we could have put kids on the floor, and, and they had this big, beautiful dining room. And we could have, like, easily made, like, a camp-out section. The only reason we didn't 
was just because we were there for literally like six hours. Yeah, we weren't but, that long. Um, yeah, like I would say that's one thing to keep it to, to keep. Another thing to keep in mind is Airbnb might seem cheaper up front, but a lot of times the cleaning fee is so expensive that sometimes uh, hotels are going to end up being cheaper. So always price both of them out. That's what we found. Yeah. I think we went through a phase where we were like only do Air- doing Airbnbs. And then we started thinking through, especially like some of the extended stay hotels, uh, Residence Inn is Marriott's brand. Uh, not like Hilton's a mess because they've got so many of them, but they're great. Uh, so Homewood Suites was, uh, I discovered that traveling for Metro and like, they're so nice. Um, home two suites, but you can get a lot of rooms with the kitchen built into it. And so again, talking about like your total cost, if you're getting breakfast for your kids and you're getting a kitchen, so you don't have to eat out as much, like you can save a crap ton of money by, mm-hmm. by going by a hotel. It, maybe it looks 20 bucks a night, more expensive. Uh, it's, you know, but like, in the long run, it's cheaper. The other thing is with Airbnb, we has never failed. Like some people are like, oh, wow, you guys were great to have. It was, it was so wonderful. And then we've had Airbnb hosts and I've read about other people having this problem where they just, they just nitpick. Oh, this wasn't right. Oh, this wasn't right. This was right. And then you get like a three-star review or like they even have the audacity to like try to charge you an extra 50 bucks. Yeah. And it's like, who are you kidding? Like, knock it off. We paid the cleaning fee. Like, so, and it's fun. Like on the same vacation, the same vacation, the same group of kids, you know, the same, leaving the house in the same condition. Sometimes we'll get five stars and sometimes we'll get two stars. It's just like, what are you like? What yeah. Are you people, some about? people are looking for, look at their reviews. That's a, that's a really good thing. If you're doing an Airbnb, read the reviews because there was this one listing that we had in Columbus, Ohio. The house looked amazing. Like it was, I don't even know what to call it. Like clickbait, whatever you want to call it. The pictures were beautiful. We get there. And it's just not great. And water damage, um, yeah, mold. There, it was there were there was a lot of substantial maintenance issues. Now, like it didn't impact our stay in no. any way, but like I mean, serious things that you need to be concerned about. Like there were um, there were outlets where I could see where the 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 electricity had arced across a plug or something like that, and I'm like, well, that's concerning because that might mean there's damage underneath, and I could start an electrical fire. Uh, like you said, mold, this is an older place. So peeling paint means lead paint. You know, like there's like genuinely substantial issues yeah. so that read, could cause trouble. Read so. reviews is really big if you're going Airbnb route. Um, but, but I think yeah. that's a lot of the times why that's why kind of going back to my original thought though, we've really kind of embraced going back to the hotel in a more, a more frequent way. Uh, I think than we used to, which has been nice because going back to the nitpicking and the stupidity, like the nice thing about the hotel you're pretty confident on what you're going to get. You're going to get a pretty consistent, a, a more consistent experience. And, um, like I th- it is safer. Yeah. I feel like hotels know what they're like. They know what they're, they're going to get a guest who's just using the room. Sometimes these Airbnb people think like they're going to get, I don't know, like a family of butlers or something. are going to like make the house nicer than it was when they got there. And it's just like, what are you guys talking about? I'm paying you a $200 cleaning fee for a reason. Like, I'm not going to break my back cleaning your house when I leave. But don't act like we usually clean up really, really well. We leave the I house try to leave in it good better. Condition. Yeah, like, like we wipe the floors, we wipe down everything. Yeah, it, so we strip the beds, throw laundry in the laundry machine. Like, yeah. Yeah. So when we get a bad review, we're like, "Are are you've got to be joking, right? Yeah, yeah. Like we've only gotten like two, two that I can remember. Yeah, but even two bad ones. It just it gives you a bad taste in your mouth for the whole company for the whole company, but that it stinks because there's really good hosts out there. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we've had some people who've been so nice and like they leave snacks in their house and yeah, say you know and, and so sweet. 
we had we had one gal. It was in um, in Roanoke. Okay. The one I'm thinking of is in Roanoke, and the, she came. She met us at the door. At first, uh, I was yeah. like, "Oh, this is such a pain," but it's because she had to because she had to give us a code to get in because it was part of like a condo. And she was so nice, and we ended up leaving a day early just because we were ready to wrap up our vacation. And she's like, oh my goodness, is something wrong with the house? Are you leaving because of the house? Is the house not good enough? Like, like no, no, it was great. We're just tired. We, we were just home. tired and ready to get home. And and she left us a five-star review, and she's like, oh my goodness, they started the laundry, they did this, they did that. Like, it was such a wonderful experience. And yeah. she was happy. She made some money. It was great for us. So, like, you can have really good experiences, too. Yeah, so, so. yeah, yeah. I Airbnb is... It, should, it is hit or miss, um, but read the reviews. I think that's a good one. Watch it, for that cleaning fee and um, pay attention to that into the price because yeah. that can jack up the price. When you're lot. pricing it out, go all the way to checkout. Yep. And that's when you'll find all the taxes and fees and the this is and the that's. Also, um, if you can um, travel, we are all over the place. This would have been one that would have been better to map out. Um, but we like to travel on days where it's not as busy when we go places if we can. Um, so you're going to have cheaper rates during the week than you are the weekend. So that's one thing to consider when you're staying in a hotel or an Airbnb is can you adjust your travel dates to where you're going during the week versus on the weekend? That's going to save you a ton of money. Um, also locations, different cities are going to have different prices, right? Could you go to a different location for your, I mean, I know sometimes you can't go to a different location, right? But if you're choosing your trip and you only have a certain budget, like different cities are going to be different prices. And so you can kind of, if you're looking to stay on budget, you can pick your destination based on that. And also the timing of that trip, like Florida, uh, in the winter is more expensive because everybody wants to go there. Isn't that the most expensive? Typically, no, it usually peaks I mean, up in March. Break and stuff's pretty expensive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but. yeah, if you want to go to Florida, don't go on spring break, break week because everybody and their mom is going to be there and the prices are going to be jacked up. We like to travel down to Florida in February when a lot of people are back in school, prices are lower. Um, so, just play around with it. And that's the cool thing about Airbnb and hotels. You can price out different months. So, hey, you know, we could maybe go in. February, or we could go in the fall in October. We'll price out both and see which one's going to be better. Yep. And a lot of times with Airbnb is if you stay over a week, they'll give you a break, a break on your price month yes. long. And we found out month long rentals are very cheap. They it's like 50% off sometimes. Now, so. One time we were going to stay somewhere for two weeks and instead we ended up just upping it to a month and it was like literally a hundred dollars more. And so like, all right, well we'll yeah. just take the month rental. And we ended up leaving like with a week left in our, and our rental, but it was just like, we didn't care. Like we'd already won. So yeah. And so just play around with dates, play around with, um, locations and you'll get deals. One thing I did want to say, going back to Jordan was talking about, um, Hilton and also Marriott has the brand, but home to suites, not home to suites. Home to suites is not as good as embassy suites and home mm, wood suites. Home, home wood suites is the best. Homewood Suites, here's what I wanted to tell you. Monday to Thursday, oh, yeah, they cool. have a reception. Um, it's usually around like 6 to 7, and they literally feed you dinner. It's hit or miss. Some places, like, at Are some killer. places, it was like a bowl of chips and like nacho cheese and it's like all right you're having nachos and it's like okay but usually for the record there is almost always free booze on tap so it's that's pretty solid um but we went to this when we were in toledo we stayed at one and like what was there dude it was amazing it was like a hot dog bar right and they had like chili dog was that what it was i don't know it It was was, it was shot like just say it was as good it was a great meal like it was a very nice meal they had 
Sam Adams on Sam Adams Boston Lager on tap. They all had, part of your price. Uh, three desserts. They had chili. They it's had crazy. hot dogs. They had it was all like really nice. So it is a bit hit or miss on the Homewoods, but um, you can do really well on those. Yeah, that, that's a huge money savings right there. If you're going during the week on vacation, yes. that's four nights of meals done for and you're you. And you get breakfast too. You can yeah. get breakfast. So. And they have a really great breakfast. It's not like just continental crap. They usually have like eggs and they'll have, they'll waffles. Usually have one, and... They'll have a meat. They'll have eggs. They usually have a waffle maker, which is a huge hit for our kids. Yeah. Um, so Homewood Suites is our sweet spot for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably our best of the hotels. Yeah. So. that's We always look there first um, when we're traveling if we're going to do a hotel. And, and they're usually not that expensive. No, um, they're really not that bad. Yeah. 150 a night. And also... One thing that we're really big and a pool, on. Usually you'll get a pool out of the deal typically too. To forget, you know, think about that as well. So, But the bedrooms are usually closed off from the living room. Yes. That's really big for us. We want to be able to close the door to the kids and, you know, have that quiet space for the baby or whoever's sleeping in the room with us. But it just gives us a little bit of privacy as well. And so that's the nice thing about Homewood Suites is usually it's one or two bedroom suites. So for families like us. That's a really great way to save money, but also to travel comfortably. No one wants to sleep with all your kids in the same hotel room and hearing everything. So definitely you don't have to stay in one of those hotels. Look at Homewood Suites. Absolutely. All right. Travel tips. I think we've talked lodging pretty Oh, another tip I wanted to share. We haven't done this yet, but I thought it was genius. If you can't get a a suite hotel um, with, you know, a different bedroom separate from the living room, I saw this one mom, she, they were at like Mackinac Island and the room was just a typical hotel room, but she took her kids a little pop-up tent and they put it in the corner. And so her kids had like a camp out inside the hotel room. And I was like, that's genius because you're making it a little fun for the kids, but you're also a t- not that much privacy, but you're getting a little bit of privacy from your kids and they're not taking up a bed. They're sleeping on the floor. So I thought that was smart. I think they only had two kids, but just a a smart idea to kind of get some extra space and have it be a little bit more fun. Yeah. I concur. So travel tips that way. That was all about lodging. So then obviously you've got to get to your place. This is going to depend a lot on kid, how many kids you have. So we, we have taken a couple flights down to Florida with the boys Um, I mean, I think that's nothing to write home about in terms of like how to do it well. I mean, it's totally hit or miss. If if your kids are behaving, it's really, really easy. We always flew Delta because I had a lot of miles saved up from them. Uh, and Delta has in-screen or in-flight entertainment at every chair. I think that's pretty standard now on most decent sized flights. So, um, you know, our our kids were pretty happy with that. That was always pretty straightforward. They liked the snacks. Most flight attendants are pretty awesome. Like, they just want to get to where they're going with a minimal headache. So flying wasn't really that big of a deal um, mm-hmm. deal for us. Yes. Flying, the only thing I would say is, like, if you have little kids, um, getting, like, those color books where you can put the water in and they can color like that. Also, I like the sticker, the reusable sticker books. Um, if your kid is sitting on an window seat they can stick them on the windows they can also stick them on the trays but they don't stick like a normal sticker like so you can just peel them up and replace them wherever you want but that's just an easy thing for your kids to play with also one thing we got at a restaurant randomly in um saint augustine were these they're called wiki sticks and they're like these thin wax sticks but you can put them together 
Yeah, and make like, bendable. like they're bendable it's sticks. It's like, like waxy pipe cleaner. Yeah, kind of. they're really, really cool. But for a plane, it's silent. Like that's a silent toy that they can play for a long time with. So if you are traveling on a plane, have multiple things that you can be pulling out because with toddlers, you never know what is going to happen. Yeah. So, right. but older kids, give them some headphones and move along. Uh, I'd also say if you are a... Uh, if you have a stroller at all, like there was times where we would intentionally not bring a stroller because we didn't want to like have it with us at our final destination. Um, but I would board board like if you get they give you pri- they give you the um, the early Priority. access and that's one of the nice things about when we did do our flights is that we would want to get seated like get in get seated. It wasn't even about overhead space like it wasn't about having a place for your bags. It was just about being in and down before the cattle call started. And so like. Even if you, even if you're on the edge of like needing a stroller, if you want to just bring like a pop-up stroller or something and have a kid on it or something, um, just to, to kind of keep it honest and that way you get early boarding. That's one small hack. But I think there's probably people who fly a lot more with kids that have much yeah, more information on this than we do. We actually prefer to drive because we have so many kids. Um, we like our van and to get a car that can fit all of us is yes. astronomical. Yeah. So that's, that, that is a big thing that's turned in for us is once you factor in the costs of renting a vehicle somewhere else and car seats uh, and uh, all the, just things. all the hassle. And the fact that if you're in your own car, you have your own, uh, you, you set the schedule. You don't got to worry about having the right things packed or not anything like that. Um, yeah, we, yeah. we've been, that's, that's just how we've been traveling. It's just, it is more economical too, even at like. You know, we used to be able to get a really good price out of Detroit and you could get like, you know, 150, 200 bucks a kid or a person to get down to to Florida from Detroit. And it was smooth and everything. But still, like by the time you factored in the cost and then having to rent a vehicle and then the limitations on packing, we pretty much committed about a few years ago. We're almost never flying as a family. Yeah, it's just for not, like the next decade. It's just, it's just not, not comfortable. It's just it's way better to be in control of and of our schedule. We just, yeah, sometimes we like to leave early. Sometimes we like to stay longer and I don't want to be stuck with, you know, we have to be, we have to stay here till this time. We can't leave early. You can't do this. Also, when we go on vacation, I want to be able to like go to the grocery store and go to coffee shops. So sometimes when you fly in like Uber, that's just not possible with six kids. Yeah. So having the own vehicle is, is pretty convenient. Yep. So we're. We're going to come at it much more from this, from that perspective. So yeah. I guess then the tips for traveling via van would be have all boys so they can pee in a bottle. That helps a lot. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, Lucy is totally going to throw us for a whirl here soon. I know. She's really going to slow us down. I'm, yeah. Boys can pee outdoors and in bottles and it's just great. Lucy's going to slow us down bigly, but that's all right. Okay. Um, so. Traveling in the car. Um, I snacks, drinks. Yeah. Go. I. I just started last time I saw a friend do it, like the art crates that they have during back to school at Walmart and all the places. They're like these little caddies. Anyways, I got them for the kids and it has like two bigger spot or two decent sized spots and then one bigger spot. So you can put a cup in there. You can put some, you know, candy and then some toys or whatever you want. But if each kid has their own little kit and then it's like they essentially have a cup holder if your car doesn't have a lot of cup holders. Our van is a beast, and she has a lot of cup holders. Um, but the caddy is nice if you don't have a, a ton of cup holders in your cars. And then that keeps everything a little bit separate. Your kids have somewhere to put their stuff. And I found that super helpful. Um, what else in, in the car? Oh, one thing I like to do, and this has been a recent um, thing, is every hour 
that we make it in the car drive, we celebrate with a surprise of some sort, whether it be a sucker or a Twizzler or a gummy worm, we celebrate because I swear for so many years, they're like, when are we going to be there? And so now they know not to ask us anything and just to pay, pay attention to the clock. When it turns a certain time, they'll get a treat. Yeah. It's worked out well. I, uh, I would say in the same, like we have, even though, um, we don't use it too often inside the van, like in the entertainment system, there is a, a GPS. And while I don't necessarily use it to navigate a lot of the times I'll put it, I'll put in our destination just because it kind of has how much longer you have on your drive and stuff like that. And that way the kids have something that they can look at. Um, so I think a lot of times, you know, kids get anxious and worked up because it feels like, you know, we're never going to get there. We're never going to get there. So having something to help them keep track of how far along you've come, um, that can be beneficial and, and just helping explain to them, you know, yeah, we're cruising along, we're getting there and all that stuff. Yeah. And, and that hour, that every hour is like a tiny victory for them. So they get to celebrate every hour that we make it in the drive and, I just think it gives them something to look forward to. And then full-blown screens for our kids. We, yep. you know, they, uh, they'll download shows before they get in the car, but we'll also let them use our phones as hotspots. The only problem is sometimes that gets spotty in different places, especially driving around like Appalachia where we live. Um, it can go, go from something to nothing pretty quick. Um, but other than that, yeah, like we don't, there's no like, you're limited to two hours of screen time this time. It's like, nope, just nope. shut up and watch eight hours <laughs> <Yeah>. of shows. <laughs> we're like, I don't we're care. There get along, figure it out. Um, and then we, we stop, we try to stop every few hours when we travel though. We're not all day travelers. Yeah. We're we're like, we're about eight. We have a pretty hard eight hour cap. Like if I'm really motivated, we'll make it further than that. But I would rather, here's our thing. Like I would rather not, it's not drives are not enjoyable, but I would rather make it as enjoyable as possible and stop overnight and recharge before we have to take on the next leg of the trip. Yeah. Like, I mean, I would do, I mean, I feel like we did Huntsville, right? Huntsville to back home. Birmingham to back home. Birmingham to back home. So that was probably 11 hours. I don't know how we did that. I can't even. I I think I was just like, but I think it's different if you're getting home. I would say, don't be afraid to push home. But yeah, I, I pushing to get there because you're going to show up tired and cranky. Like now if you're pushing to get home, it's just like, just, all right, we're done. Just everyone shut up. And go to your space and and recharge and find your happy place. But we're home. And um, that is one thing I have, though. I'm pretty big on, I would rather, like, I would rather get home on a Saturday, super late, tired, worn out, but then have Sunday to, like, reset and recharge. And then, like, you know, start attacking life again on Monday, as opposed to getting somewhere on Sunday and then feeling like I lost my, not getting a recharge day, so... I'll push pretty hard to make it home on a Saturday. Yeah. So best places I don't, and you guys let us know if there's anything else you want us to go deeper into. Yeah. Um, This is a huge topic. We could talk about each of these topics for more, but yeah. So best places, let's go to best places for families. Um, I will definitely say I am not a Disney fan and I would not. We talked about that in one of our podcasts. Did we talk about it? I'm sure. I don't know if we did, but I like everybody's always like best places for families is Disney. I just don't find it fun. Disney is definitively not a best place. Disney can be your thing. And I'm I'm like, first off, we don't like I have beef with Disney over their political stances they've taken lately. However, like I'm I'm taking that off the table. I'm just saying like, it's not a great experience. It's It's just crowded. It's really crowded. You're going to be waiting in lines. 
I mean, if, if Disney's your thing, by all means, don't let me rain on your parade. Love Disney. Great. Be happy with it. But I think there are, there are situations. I mean, our Orlando go-to for years has been, um, this is like, this is seriously the best kept secret in Orlando. I, I, I don't think they want it to be a secret, but there's this place called Discovery Cove and they're affiliated with SeaWorld. And it's an all-day, all-inclusive resort, like booze and everything. Dolphins. Um, you can add on a dolphin swim package, so you get to swim with dolphins. Uh, it's not like it's not fantastic, but like it's, it's a awesome. dolphin's going to pull you through the water. Like it's kind of cool. Um, so there is there's that, and then you can add on to each ticket. That's very reasonable. Something like thirty bucks per person. Um, two weeks unlimited. SeaWorld and their uh, water park Aquatica that is ranked the number one in Florida. Un- unlimited entry. It used to be with free parking. This most recent year we were there, like, oh, well, it's not free parking anymore, but we were able to make it work. Uh, we Every time we went in, it was kind of clunky. You could tell it was a new policy. Every time, every time we went to SeaWorld or Aquatica, the person was like, uh, okay. And they had like a different thing they did. Like one person would scan our vouchers. One person like typed something into the computer one person was just like uh yeah okay go ahead it was it was a total mess but it didn't matter like it we got in every single time without paying but i think like for your money is one of the best experiences Mm -hmm. uh it was a lot of fun discovery cove was a fantastic experience we could talk about discovery cove for a whole episode oh yeah because there's definitely a smart way to do it and a a not yeah maybe one day we'll do an orlando episode um honestly because that's a whole that is a whole episode in itself so but we've done we did universal and we've done disney as well and sea world sea world by itself may not be as good as a day at disney and a day a day at sea world may not be as good as a day at disney a day at sea world may not be as good as a day at universal possibly i think it's it's arguably as good yeah maybe if you're into animals it's probably better but let's just say let's say it's it's not as good for like the two-week package unlimited access dollar for dollar it's not even close you're gonna get like you're gonna have a great experience. And one thing I loved about having that two week pass was I didn't feel like we had to be there from sunup to sundown with the kids and make sure we ride every coaster that was there. We could just come and go and we would go like you went just for the dolphin show. Yeah. I. You drove there, went into the dolphin show and came back. Yeah. So it was like, I didn't feel pressure as a parent because I know it at Disney, I was like, okay, I want to see this whole freaking park today because we're paying a thousand dollars. Like we're going to see this park. Um, and our kids just could go at their own pace and we weren't pushing them like we had at universal and Disney because you're on a time limit when you have, you know, only so many days to see so many parks. Um, so we really love the discovery cove package that gave us two weeks at Aquatica and SeaWorld. And SeaWorld, yeah, has a ton of coasters and they have Sesame Street place. Yeah. Which is really, really fun for kids. Um, there's just so much to do. And that's that's just Orlando. Uh Jeez. some of our other I mean, like we're just we can only tell you what we've done. I mean, I'm sure there's a million things we can like I think if you're into it, going up to uh Maine and New England through August is probably pretty fantastic. Um, you know, we've never done that though. We we did go to Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls is pretty awesome. Be terrifying. Um, a little terrifying because yeah, you. I mean, you're that water is right there. If you go in it, it's game over. Like yeah. I'm usually, I'm not scared of falling in the water. I was terrified of falling in the water because we had two little. Toddlers. And I was more terrified if somehow. I mean, it's not like, it's not rock solid fencing. There are totally gaps <laughs> you could go through. And I mean, just I don't. It'd just be the worst thing as a parent ever in my life to see my kid going down the river because I have no choice. I got to go in and try to get him. 
but I'm probably not going to succeed. And that's a rough way to go. So uh, it was a little bit terrifying. We did. um... Honestly, I will say, and I don't know if you're going to agree with this. We did, you know, all the Orlando stuff, but then we hopped around different mountain towns. um, And Chattanooga was one of the best places for families. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, definitely. It it was better than Asheville because Asheville is really more adulty. It's more adulty, um, and yeah, I mean they're really known for their craft brewing and stuff like that. But like for kids, like Asheville's not great. Roanoke was okay. They had a cool kids museum. They had a good kids museum. Great hiking. Yeah, yeah um, really good. Yeah, I mean that's probably that's like world class Appalachian Trail hiking. But Chattanooga has a kids museum. They have a climbing gym. They have Rock City. They have Ruby Falls, which is a waterfall underground. Yeah, it's epic. They have this beautiful, is that a, would you call it a ferry boat? Is that a ferry boat? The Southern Bell? A river boat. A river boat, which is so fun. Our kids, they had like a theme and they were like, our kids were pirates. Yeah, and they gave, I mean, we had to pay a little extra for the package, but they got like an eye patch and something. We have a badass aquarium. Um, World-class aquarium for sure. The walking bridge, which sounds silly, is super fun. There's like a carousel on one side, an ice cream shop on the other side. I mean, we stopped it in Green... We stopped... Was it Greenville, South Carolina? Yeah, that was... We stopped in Greenville, South Carolina because they have, like... They have this really cool downtown park with actually a really cool walking bridge. That's cool. But, like, here's the thing. That's all they had. Like, I think they actually had a kids' museum, too. But, like, I mean, like... But it wasn't... Like, Chattanooga really did have, like, four or five times what a lot of the cities we go to have in terms of entertainment and engagement. For kids. Yeah. For kids and families and, and things that you'll actually enjoy. And we didn't even talk about hiking. Like, in Chattanooga has hiking galore. Yeah, it has, it has very solid hiking. I mean, it's not, it's not, like, I don't think, like, McAfee's Knob is kind of like the gold standard, but that's in yeah. Roanoke. But still, it's like, it's, yeah. If you want to hike, you will have, you will not have a a problem hiking in Chattanooga. So Chattanooga really is pretty So that's famous. why we chose Chattanooga. That's why we ended up here, but we've been to, like... Um, if you haven't, it depends what you're into. Totally depends what you're into. Cause like, I think Lexington, Kentucky was a cool city. We ended up stopping there like several times because it was a good, it's a good like four or five hours from Toledo and it was on 75. So we stopped there more than once, but they have some cool history. Did they have a kids museum? Yeah. And it was crap. I'm sorry. (laughs) I remember. Yeah. It was was, small. It was definitely a little rough, but it was okay. Um, but like, it depends what you're into. Like it, it, we're not, our family is not a beach family. Um, because we did. So many people love the Outer Banks. We did the Outer Banks and we're like, yeah. Eh. I mean, like, whatever floats your boat. You but... have to, like, what you like. We're more, we're more activity people. Yeah. And Even so... like, we did clear, like, we did clear water. Clear water. First off, their beach fine. is better than Outer Banks. Um, but second, like, yeah, I mean, even then, the fun. kids get bored. Yeah, really our kids quick. get really bored, so we have to we have to be doing things for yeah. them to be entertained. So, yeah, it depends, and we've only seen this side of the country. Um, yeah, we've never gone. I mean, you and I have gone west, but yeah. not, with, not with the kids. Yeah, there's so. definitely a lot more we want to see. But if you are what what is this I, side of the country considered? The eastern half. The eastern half. Yeah, <laughs> if you have not been to Chattanooga, definitely it is a must for with kids. Um, like you'll you'll have fun for a couple of days. Like I I like you if you can't find something that you don't like to I, I don't know what you like to do if you can't find it in Chattanooga. And yeah. it's it's fun and it's a it's a it's an affordable city. It's super easy to drive because we're rel- we're not right off 75, but we're pretty darn much off right right off 75. Um And we've also like we're just we've done Charleston, South Carolina with the kids. We've done Savannah with the kids. That those are more adult cities honestly yeah, the kid, i mean the kids enjoyed it they really did um but yeah like in terms of like what they actually like um 
Yeah, we should do an adult because uh, Jordan and I have taken a lot of fun trips. Not a lot. I mean, I'm sure there's people who have done more than circles us. around us. Yeah, but. but we've done a lot of fun trips. But yeah, for kids, um, Orlando is just a good bang for your buck. We love Legoland. We're actually going this year again. Yeah. Um, and that's outside of Orlando, about it's an like, hour. It's like halfway between Tampa and Orlando. Yeah. So it's, it's a not really fun like spot. you can stay in Tampa or you could stay in Orlando, either one, and it's a very reasonable drive. But Legoland, yeah, Legoland's pretty awesome. It's slightly more kiddie. Uh, I would say it probably is more ideal, like 10 and under, but like Vincent goes and it, it's fun. It's perfectly fine. It's perfectly cool. So, yeah. 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 I mean, I, it, this is a, this is a really hard topic. It's, it's just broad it's just topic. So it's an easy topic, much. but it's broad and yeah. the broadness makes it hard to, to make it concise. But I mean, I do think we should do an Orlando specific because we have good <sighs> spots that you should stay. We've stayed in some spots that were way far off and you know, we have some tips. We did Disney's VIP tour which was cool. Um, it was very expensive. Very expensive. However, it was definitely, in our situation, it made sense. And actually, we were talking to our tour guide about it, and he said, he was like, no, it, it, if you look at people who have a reasonably sized family, you know, like, you know, four or five kids, something like that, reasonably, like, on the larger side, um, and you just think about, about how long it takes to do things, it can actually be more cost-effective to pay for a VIP tour knock out Disney. You'll have a much better experience and um, you only pay for one day of tickets. So who am I? What? Dollywood. Oh yeah. I mean... Look at me. <laughs> like I'm a Dollywood insider and I'm not even talking about Dollywood. It's cause it's so close to us that I just don't think it's, a, we don't like... think of it as a vacation anymore. Yeah. Right? We don't think of Chattanooga as a vacation or anything in Tennessee as a vacation. Dollywood. Um, we are not a fan of Gatlinburg. Gatlinburg. Oh, we, yeah. That's what. That's a tourist trap. Just oh totally my gosh, skip it. we were so upset. Like everybody's like, go to Be Gatlinburg. It's beautiful. Number one, it is beautiful, but Gatlinburg itself, like the downtown part, is the biggest tourist trap. You can't walk. Um, I'm just not a fan of Gatlinburg, but Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge are like this whole. Would that be like a metropolis? What would I you mean? Be? A metropolis in, in, in implies that it's a large city, which okay, it's not. it's not a large, but it's city. an area. It's southeast of Knoxville. Yes. And so Dollywood is in, I'm going to butcher Severville, Severville, Severville. It's where Dolly Parton was born and raised. Uh, Dollywood is a theme park and it's coasters, um, but it's different than like Cedar Point coasters. It's not like no, you I'm, go there to ride the biggest coasters. Yeah. You're, you're not going to find the biggest, baddest coasters in the world there, but There's they do have ones. a newish one called Lightning Rod, which is like... It's as it's as intense as any coaster you're gonna find anywhere. Just the Fire Chasers, bomb. Fire Chaser Express is so awesome. So Dollywood is outside. It's close to Gatlinburg, so it's not in the craziness. It's actually just like tucked into the mountains, and it's beautiful. Really, really chill. Um, there's like something for everyone. Honestly, there's yeah. like world class shows if you're into shows and singing and things like that. But one of the things that I love the most about Dollywood is learning about Dolly Parton and what she came from and how she literally came from nothing. Um, dirt poor and built this amazing career that gives back to people. But my favorite thing is there's this little chapel, um, at Dollywood and on Sunday they have a church service. This is really long. I know George was looking at the clock. They have a church service and, um, throughout the week they're like singing church hymns and singing about God. And it's just like, so refreshing going to a family friendly park where God can be talked about on the loudspeakers. And so I, that's what I love the most about Dollywood and just how kind everybody is. It's just, 
It's a beautiful place. Yeah. Dollywood's pretty fantastic. Beautiful. And so we love Dollywood. The resort is, I think the resort's epic. Um, it feels like you're at home. Yeah. It's, it's kind oh. of, it's simple in a way, but not so like, it's not awesome. like, it's not stupid luxurious. Like the rooms aren't stupid huge and it's not stupid luxurious, but it's just really comfortable. Yes. It's simple. It's nice. You can get a trolley straight to the park from the resort, which is nice. Fast so pass. if you were only coming, yeah. And they come with complimentary fast passes and stuff like that. So if you were only coming for one day and you want to, you want to splurge a little bit and buy, uh, buy a room at the, uh, the dream War resort, they're opening another one this fall, right? Next I think. fall. Next yeah. fall. Okay. Um, it would, it, that would be a reasonable thing to do, but we could, we could do a, a one of these just on Dollywood. Yeah, so. we might we might have to do some more different topics. Like we ask do... us, tell us, let us know yeah. what you want us to cover on this. But yeah. I think we kind of hit the high points. Yeah, we did hit the high points, and it's been forty minutes. It's been so long, and I've got to okay. pee, okay. and we have to go trick or treating. We got to go trick or treating. So <laughs> what I'm saying is, let's stop talking. Okay, okay, we're done. We're done. That was our travel tips. That was not our best travel tips. That was a condensed, hot mess version. Well, no, that was our best. I mean, we gave our best. Our no, best, I, but... I'm sure we we'll, we'll get out of the car. But we can give we can give way more. We can give way more. So if you want more, seriously, drop some comments and say, yeah, talk more about just the actual places you went and we'll talk more about that because yeah. we've done Asheville, Roanoke, Lexington, Chattanooga, Clearwater, Orlando, St. Augustine, St. Augustine, Destin, Charleston, Savannah, Destin, everywhere, Northwest Michigan. We go, we go horseback oh, riding at family ranch every time. So, oh geez. There's so many options. If you guys want to hear more about these, just drop a comment and say, yeah, talk more about some specific vacations. We'll gladly talk about vacations. Yes, we will. Definitely. We did Chicago. I had a blast in Chicago. Although oh, Chicago. I would not take our kids to Chicago now with Mm-mm. the crime, what it is. But our we, kids loved Chicago. We went once and we had a blast of a time. So there's so many places. Never again. That, well, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, I'm concerned about the crime. But yeah, we gladly talk about it. I'm going to pee my pants. Okay. Like, subscribe. Peace whatnot, out. And we'll talk later. Bye.